guys, welcome back to episode 6 of the GMG podcast. My name is Ed and uh, yeah, last week a lot of information was dropped um, concerning the PS5. So we're just going to run through that today. Uh, I'll give you my impressions um, and then I've got a little bit of an update on um, Avengers as well. So let's just get straight to it as we always do. Uh, the PS5 has a release date, it has a price. Um, both unsurprising to be honest right what do you call it i mean these uh console manufacturers have taken um i don't think there's ever been a, a launch of new systems of a new generation where we get critical information with just like two months <laughs> to spare i don't really mind it to be honest i, I like building up that hype it, it's good um I mean, we'll get to the idea of um, hype and, you know, anticipation and pre-ordering and all of that stuff. Because, to be honest, this showcase uh, from Sony was good. It showed a lot of interesting things, um, things that they needed to show. And then we've, we got, like, the small print after the actual um, video uh, conference or showcase, whatever you want to call it, was done. And that's where a lot of people have taken, you know, some uh, some umbrage with. Um, and to be honest, I don't blame them. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think some of these, it's nice when things are laid out on a table for people to, to make their own mind up, even if the news is kind of not great news. I think it's important that companies really get their messaging um down and it's weird because sony was like on point with their messaging with the ps4 there was so much energy so much positivity they just had everything um firing from all cylinders and then microsoft on the other hand kind of fumbled their messaging which still to this day i think what they were proposing was would have been would have been interesting in itself and now they've kind of like re retweaked that message um and we're getting we're getting something that is appealing to most people um but still along the lines similar uh to what they're proposing before anyway so um it's funny how things go around full circle but we got the price which is 499 um dollars which is round i think over here in the UK it's going to be like 450 and uh, for the for the disc version and then the digital version is three nine nine in dollars and over here in pounds I think that is three sixty nine three seventy um, so all in all what a lot of people are predicting um, I think the digital version it will be interesting to see how well that does you know what I mean and and the success of that version will absolutely dictate what we get seven you know 10 years down the line when the next consoles come out uh you know if, if they're gonna go full digital with that so that that's a very very interesting thing but the other thing just before i get to what he was showing in the con um in the conference uh, i keep on calling it a conference it's not a conference it's a showcase i know i know um was the fact that I don't think we've ever had a generation where these two console manufacturers have 
very different ways of approaching how they want to take your money, right? And for that alone, it's going to be it's going to be a wild ride. I think it's going to be very very interesting to see uh, what people gravitate to. Um, and I don't think there's any winners or losers. I think that line has definitely been blurred just because of the nature of how uh, Microsoft are doing their business now. You know, that there's no longer a barometer, I guess you could say. I mean, there is for them, but they're in control of that. Whereas Sony is still going very much the traditional classic route of, you know, you need to buy this to be able to enjoy that. And funny enough, a lot of what they've shown so far doesn't actually even sell us on that, right? So let me just start and showcase the games that stood out to me because I can only really think of two, and that's obviously Final Fantasy 16 and Mars Morales, um, the new Spider-Man game. But to start with Final Fantasy 16. It, it looks okay, it looks good. It's interesting to see who's behind it. Um, they've got like one of the lead directors on uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Um, and from what I've been reading, this guy is like, he's legit. You know, he's got some interesting um, takes on how he's taken the story in the universe of Final Fantasy in that MMO. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how he translates that over to this. I don't know if I'll get it right now because the game still looks super early and Square take as long as they need to to get um, their games out. So I'll be keeping an eye on it. But it's interesting to see that, you know, Sony managed to also lock it down on some sort of exclusive thing. Apparently it was supposed to come out on PC and then they removed that information that was in the trailer. Um, and now it's a console exclusive or something like that. But... We'll, we'll keep an eye on that, but it's nice to know that, you know, Square haven't um, completely given up on mainline um, Final Fantasy. So, yeah, uh, definitely um, imp imp kind of impressed with what I've seen. It's the thing of, like, with both generations, less so with Microsoft, because you haven't seen that much apart from Halo Infinite in terms of what the next generation is going to give us. But um, from Sony, yes, Ratchet and Clank does look amazing does show off the power of the machine and the new tech i um i've never really been 100 percent a graphics guy anyway but i've not been blown away the way i was with the ps4 when they showed i think it was killzone shadowfall or even even when i go even further back and look at the 360 and when they first showed gears of war that was like blew my mind i, I know it's different it's a different era and there was a lot of other reasons as to why um you know, Gears looked the way it did. But even on a, on a standard definition TV, Gears really looked next-gen. You know, even if you weren't relying on HD or whatever, like, it felt like, wow, okay, this is the era we're going into with games. And I haven't had that yet. Um, but I'm sure it will come, and it will probably come, you know, three years down the line. Uh, but, yeah, they, they showed some of that. The most interesting thing was the information that came after, which is, like, normally, like, the um, small print, you know, like the stuff that they don't really want you to read, but legally they have to, you know, display it, was games from Sony at least are going to be increasing in price. Now, I think it's like $70 um, uh, that was being uh, thrown around. And, you know, we haven't got official confirmation here yet in the UK 
But I think I was seeing like, um, because of like the way tax works and stuff like that, 80 euros or something like that for games, right? Yeah, like apparently games are going to be going up 20 pounds, right? Instead of the 10, which they're going up in the US. So who knows what's going on there? To be honest, if you were to ask me, like, do I think they should increase? They shouldn't. I think we've we've got it good. We've, I mean, we've had it good for a very long time. Um, like to set aside, you know, what's going on in the world currently, and you know, everyone's going to be in some financial um, uh, difficulty, or at least be challenged by that. I think uh, we have to look at it in perspective, um, and you know, we're very fortunate. We're one of the industries where we don't really see increases. Um, in prices of like the standard product which we enjoy all the time so I don't know if all companies are going to jump on it I think 20 too much but let's face it anything that goes up more than what you were paying before is always too much so we just have to keep an eye on it and see um and and once again this is a this is a thing that actually helps uh, Microsoft in that way in terms of like well you've got game pass you've got like your first party releases on game pass that are basically free or they're with that subscription that you pay monthly for you that you're not worrying about that 70 pound 80 pound price tag so it's something to look at really and you know sony feel like they can do that we'll see how long that lasts i mean i i do remember it happening you know when games increase with um the 360 and ps3 era it was a long time, like, PS2 games were, like, £40, and then they jumped up to, like, 60 But games has always floated between the uh, £40 and the 60 anyway, so it, it's it's unwelcome news, but um, it had to be. The other one, which uh, is also very, very... Uh, it depends on your perspective um, on this, and it's quite a funny... Uh, is a funny issue that a lot of people are having but um, Miles Morales was confirmed to also be coming out on PS4, I assume that anyway, I, I was never under the impression it wouldn't, It's it would just be crazy for Sony not to but I think um, the thing that uh, frustrates people is the fact that that wasn't communicated earlier or Sony kept it quiet but the big shocker for me uh, is the fact that Horizon um, Forbidden West uh, that hasn't even got a release date yet or anything like that you know they said 2021 but that could be you know quarter first quarter 2021 or fall 2021 who knows right but that is also going to be playable on the PS4 and um, I I'm shocked at that just because I mean, I'm not. I'm shocked, and I'm not shocked. So here's the thing: if they always plan to have this game coming out around about March on the PS4 or whatever, right? Then, you know, I'm not shocked that they held it back for the PS5, and then it's going to come out on both. But the fact that they haven't really shown anything of the game yet, and conceivably it will be coming up to like nine months after launch, which I still, I think, I guess is considered still a launch window. Because um, uh, I can't remember if launch window is six months or nine months, but either way, it you know it's been it was it's a PS4 game, and now you know they're taking that little bit of extra time to make it a PS5 game, 
everyone's like, oh, is it holding it back and stuff like that? Well, with most games that come out around the beginning of a console's life, uh, you know, there's going to be cross-gen. They're just, it's just a natural thing. But because Horizon was, I always looked at it as a full 2021 game, I always looked at it like, well, okay, if you're going to bring it out on a new console, just take your time and, and do what you need to do. But it has been four years. Um, uh, so, you know, can't can't be too disappointed. I think it's still going to be great, but I'm a firm believer on... You know, you you will get me on your next gen when you have a game that is only on that system, right? Because I just know that, you know, there's cuts that always have to be made because you're considering a machine that is a generation before, right? Because then otherwise you just wouldn't have generations, right? And it would be like PC in a way, kind of, but not really. So that's why, to be honest... I'm okay with it. I don't, I don't think it's a massive problem. I've always been in the mindset that with new generations, you need about two, two, two years to really see what developers are working with. And um, it's crazy to expect like an amazing first party exclusive, you know, um, um, like next gen title to be the, to be the best thing. And also to hold the test of time. Um, I, I just think it, in this day and age you just won't get that because otherwise it would take a long every game is considered cross-gen because they take they almost take as long as a generation to make so then you've got that decision to make if you want to put it on the last um, machine as a farewell and then thing and I think what they did with GTA and, and even Last of Us is a good example of like releasing it making it the swan song of that console and then having an updated version um like a year later i don't think that's a problem right but with horizon they're not doing that they're like holding it and it's going to release uh on both machines simultaneously and that is where i think a lot of people are not happy with but it's still going to be a great game so we'll have to wait and see but that was a thing that also made people think hmm okay okay sony you're dropping these um you're dropping these uh, tidbits that are not the most positive. Um, but then we had the whole pre-order issue, right? And this one, I mean, I don't know who to, who to blame or whether or not there's any point to blame. Because the way I see it, even if you had a heads up or didn't have a heads up, your chances aren't really increased of getting that machine you want. You know what I mean? Like... If I said that this thing's going live at six, you can F5 as much as you want. But if there's a bot or someone, you know, a scalper ready, yeah, you're probably not going to get it. Right. So in a weird way, the fact that this was kind of just put out there, whether it was Sony or the retailers doing has kind is actually a benefit to you because um, the ones that are usually prepared because they know the time, they know the date, were not. So that's something to think about and not to be too angry. And at the end of the day, it's just a piece Look, you can wait. We can all wait. Definitely you can wait because these things are also coming out on machines that people already have. I do understand the argument of like people use these machines uh, for their livelihood and stuff like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, if there's not that many and it's hard to get, that's just the way it was always going to be, regardless if you're giving the heads up or not. Saying that, we'll find out because Microsoft um, are due to pre-order 
on the 22nd. So we'll see how they fare in terms of, you know, people waiting and did they get what they need or are these consoles really scarce, which I think they would be. I mean, in the year 2020, of course they would be, right? So there's no surprise there. But that was the that was the thing that really I, I was seeing a lot of people just going in on Sony saying this is, you know, this is chaos, this is irresponsible. Um, and also it's come back to bite them because they sorry, they were initially saying that this is going to, you know, they'll give people plenty of time um, and you have plenty of notice. Uh, but when when does that ever happen? I remember when I pre-ordered um, Death Stranding, which I still uh, had issues even after, you know, after all and all was said and done. But the moment that trailer came out and they had the date, I like booted up game on several different um, browsers, you know, was F5ing like a madman until that button was ready to pre-order it. And funny enough, after all of that, anyway, I'm hearing like in America, they're like selling them for like $50 or whatever. Like they're quite um, well in, well stocked with that um, collector's edition of Death Stranding. But here, initially, that wasn't the case. So much so that, you know, that's a whole different story, but um, game like completely messed up my order and apparently there weren't any left, right? Apparently. So, you know, I think most people will be happy sony did say that they're gonna have more supply than they did with the ps4 so we'll see if people will eventually get um and i hope they do i hope they get the you know the console they want but remember guys everything is challenging this year so it's good just to remember the people that are actually working to try and make this happen and i know it's frustrating i know you want to get angry at like maybe the store clerk or the thing but just remember no one it's not like they don't want to sell it to you it's just you know it's just the nature of the beast and how things work so yeah but i think i think i covered everything in terms of the showcase the last thing i wanted to touch on actually is i mean for me personally um am i gonna get one no i'm gonna wait i'm doing a wait and see uh with the ps5 definitely because just because I always do that like I never really jump in anyway um, I always leave it about a year and a half two years and wait for there to be you know a couple of games that really make me feel like one I can't get this on what I've currently got or I can go without um, and two like a game that I feel is pushing the machine uh, to not not to the to the highest end degree but at least enough to justify parting with that cash because consoles aren't cheap so to be honest I'm, I'm gonna wait but I'm I'm more focused on the fact that their directions are so different this year and it's nice I think Microsoft was still going to bring a lot of competition but it's going to be in a different way and I hope Sony react in a way that's healthy for both to succeed um and I, and I think they will you know I think they will uh, and you know we won't have long we will not have long to find out what happens with that so yeah that's the PS5 um, showcase just to quickly touch on and give an update I might this might be a recurring theme in this po podcast by the way of um, Avengers Marvel's Avengers and the latest of what's going on with that game so they released a patch um and you know it and i was i was 
joking with my friends about this, like saying, you know, this is going to be a novel when it comes out. It sure enough was, is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, there's a lot of uh, fixes in there. To, to say that they've fixed everything um, would be a lie, because <laughs> they haven't. Uh, but it's a it's a work in progress man it's a work in progress like i had a lot of um i had crashes but i think the crashes probably i mean they should go away you know but with the amount of destruction that's going on i just don't know if the cpu in inside the ps4 can handle handle it there's a lot that goes on and it always happens at a point where like if i'm running uh, a mission that's quite um, long in terms of this, in terms of just how long it's going to take to complete and then the amount of destruction going on and then you just have a freeze and then you know just errors and then it thing hopefully they sort that out but in terms of like the glitches and bugs uh that seems to be a little bit cleaned up i have one friend that is playing on a standard ps4 and he still has loads and loads of issues um with it even after this patch so you know but crystal dynamics is good that they're working on it um just keep on at it uh I don't think they should mention anything about post-launch content until they sort out the game in terms of just, you know, not pissing people off um, and making sure that they have, like, the experience which they paid, you know, £60 uh, pounds for, which could soon be £80. Pounds. So, you know, like, they have to sort that out uh, first. But so far, so good. Um, in terms of my currently playing for the video that I said I was going to put up, I'm still... Um, uh, trying to capture some footage you know i was playing it over the uh the weekend and um yeah that that will go up soon but i just wanted to give you guys a heads up do i still think you should buy it right now in this state like i said if you love marvel if you love avengers do it you you won't be disappointed because so far the campaign works fine it's just this games of a service co-op action that they thing got they that they got going on that's where a lot of the difficulties um arise but in terms of just the standard campaign mode yeah it, it runs like a dream um you won't have any problems there uh, for the most part um, and yeah i think i'm gonna call it there guys um I'm, I'm preferring these these short you know just updates on things that happen in the game industry and giving you guys my quick impressions so um yeah that's that be sure to check out my twitter um dm me with anything that you want to ask uh improvements um you know opinions wh whatever it is uh it's at game make game um on twitter and uh that's everything from me take care of yourselves and i'll see you in the next episode Hey guys, okay, so I'm not gone just yet. Um, breaking news, uh, just as I was uploading this, uh, I received a phone call from a good friend of the show, uh, JJ. Um, he's been on the podcast before and he's like, Ed, there's some big news. And you know, this being 2020, my mind's going all over the place. I'm like, oh God, okay, just, just, just lay it on me. And um, yeah, Microsoft has purchased Bethesda, um, you know, the people who are behind games like Skyrim, Fallout, Doom, 
um, you know, I, I could just go on. Uh, this is huge. This is big. I, I just wanted to put this little bit in um, because I'm going to have a full episode on this anyway. Uh, but this, this is this is brilliant. This is exactly what we needed, um, you know, for 2020 in gaming and stuff. And definitely it's something that Microsoft has needed as well. Um, I've been checking out a bit of Twitter and seeing what people are saying. And a lot of people are focusing on, oh, that's great. Skyrim's going to be coming to Game Pass. Doom's going to be coming, all these games. But I think the biggest win is the fact that Microsoft now have access to, like, some of the best development teams in the world and they have loads of them it's not like one or two you know they've got quite a few under their wing they've got obviously id software um bethesda themselves and then arcane studios i think they've got the people that did uh the game uh what was it evil within um i've forgotten the studio's name um i apologize for that but they've got loads so th this is this is no joke right and uh, I, I love it. I love it. I, I think um, it's exactly what they needed to show that they're invested in this generation and they mean business. They're very serious about it. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to go. I'm going to have a full episode of this once I've gotten all the information. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd share that little uh, little bit of information, which isn't really little at all. But, you know, take from that what you will. Uh, but it's great for us. We're, we are going to be seeing some amazing games. I mean, just imagine like id, for example, doing their own take on Halo, right? And I think that's exactly the type of thing that Microsoft um, needs to do with their existing IPs to mix it up a bit, especially Halo. Um, no disrespect to 343 and what they're working on, but just imagine that. I'll just leave that thought in your head. Let it marinate. And we'll come back for another episode. But thank you so much, guys. Take care of yourselves.